0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Thundercast. My name is Parker Haney. Christian Esparza will be joining me shortly. He's usually the host, and I'm kind of the co-host, but he's setting up an interview right now, um, which leads me into the plan of the show here today. We're going to talk a little bit of women's soccer, go to women's volleyball, and then uh, I'll break down football real quick, and then we do have an interview with Riley Williams Um who is a catcher on the SU softball team. So that'll be an interview coming a little bit later. Christian will be here, but for right now, I'm just going to kind of break down what happened this past week uh, with the Thunderbirds sports. Um, so, yeah, let's start it out with soccer. Soccer is 1-10 in 10 and 1 over the season. We are 0-3-1 in conference play. Started out on Friday and we lost to Eastern Washington um in Washington 02 was the score um they opened up scoring early with um a penalty kick by Madison Kim 12 minutes into the game um Monica Brown fouling Kim in the box which led to an early goal um for Kim and then Again, early in the second half, Madison Kim got her second goal um, of the day, and that would be all of the scoring that happened. The T-Birds actually outshot Eastern Washington 13-11, to 11, had more corners as well, 3-1. So I didn't actually get to see the game, but this, this kind of shows me that we are getting a little bit more aggressive, right? We're playing downfield a little bit more. We have a little bit more uh, – pressure on the on the offensive half um just need to capitalize right we just need to finish the runs finish the plays finish the through balls finish the crosses um like i said 13 shots isn't bad um that's that's really solid and we held eastern washington to two shots um, in the second half, actually. And granted, when you're up 2-0, you don't want to give up a um, a cheap goal, so you just kind of play defensively. But regardless, 13 shots in a game is is pretty solid. Um, and then on Sunday, they played the University of Idaho. 0-0 tie. Um, the University of Idaho coach was known for Saying uh that it was gonna kind of be an easy win, should be an easy three points there um and so you know feel good about a tie there. I know it's kind of annoying, never really necessarily want a tie, but you'll kinda take it when um things haven't really been going your way, and now you're three and one in region, or excuse me oh three and one um again out shooting the Vandals in this game eleven to ten, um, which is a just a really good sign. And I it kind of just goes in exactly to what I was just saying that we just need a finish. We're right there, right? It's we're we're right there as far as getting the looks that we need to be successful, especially in conference, right? You look at Idaho, they're eight two and two overall Two one and one in region or in conference play, that's a pretty good team. It's a pretty good conference opponent that we um, you know, tied with, that we locked with, and actually got more shots then. So um still kind of exciting for the soccer team. They uh, hopefully, I feel like we say this every podcast, but hopefully we'll get it back on track here this next week, October eighth and October tenth, two home games. Idaho State University on Friday and then on Sunday, Weber State. Um that Friday game is at 405. The Weber State game is at one again, both home um on the Thunderbird soccer field. So those are two important ones. You know, early in conference, you definitely want to get some wins. Oh three and one isn't um isn't cutting it yet, but still positive, um, positive takeaways there. Moving on to volleyball. Um, Volleyball also went 0-2 last week, that first game. Um, On Tuesday, lost in straight sets to Northern Arizona. um, At home, which is always tough. Um, And then the following Thursday, traveled to Colorado, lost one set to three sets against the University of Northern Colorado. We've talked about it a little bit. Um, We just – and it sounds kind of weird we just have a hard time scoring the ball and i know that that's kind of obvious but when you look at at the stats the stats show that we're setting up the proper amount of attacks right we're getting good looks we just have to be able to capitalize it's a, kind of the same thing that i was just talking about with soccer right i look at this um this game versus northern colorado they had 78 digs um on our on our attacks, right? That means that we're getting the looks. We're having it set up properly. We're just not finishing the play. Um and I don't unfortunately I don't know enough about volleyball on to determine how you fix that, right? But we're it just feels like we're right there. It feels like we're close. Um again, just won one set against Northern Colorado and then um against NAU got swept and got beat pretty good. Twenty five sixteen in the first set. 25-15 in the second set, and 25-21 to in the third set. Um, a pretty good beating there. And you look, only had two aces um, and only 24 kills. So in that game, it's kind of looks like we couldn't really get anything going, didn't have anything set up. Stacy Hone only able to get six kills um, in that game against NAU. So it's – I don't – I guess the positive of it, I don't think it's – as big of an issue as like we're just not good enough right like we just don't have the personnel I think that we do have the personnel I think it's just a few changes here and there and like I said I don't necessarily know enough about um, the scheming of, of volleyball on how to fix that but from the games that I've seen and watched in person like we have the personnel there we have some big blockers we have some big hitters and good serving as well um, so I think the I think that the personnel is there. It's just about making a few uh, subtle changes in order to um, kind of fix the issues that were going on. Uh, And then moving on to football just real quick, and then we will uh, get over to this um, interview with Riley Williams. Football lost again. Um, They are now 0-2 in conference play. Losing to Portland State this last Saturday at home again, um, a one-score game again. Kind of just couldn't close it out. Uh, a really sloppy game is how I would say it from from SEU. I think the SEU was the better team. I think we were the more talented team, and we just couldn't get it done. Uh, Justin Miller was fifteen of twenty-three. 179 yards a touchdown and an interception pretty bad interception. Um, actually kind of funny we fumbled the ball away. they went in and reviewed it said it wasn't a fumble. the following play he throws a pick. Um, so I guess ball never lies. but it's it was just a frustrating game. I think the defense did what they needed to. The defense forced three turnovers um, once again put our offense in a position to succeed and we just couldn't capitalize. Uh, The more that I thought about the game, I actually realized that we just don't have a lot of red zone threats. We're pretty good at running the ball. We have David Moore um, and Karis Davis, but they're not necessarily like big backs, right? They can force their way into the end zone. Um, We don't have a big tight end. And when Brandon Shanks isn't catching the ball and he's been struggling as of late, it's going to be really hard to score. Um, You saw Ethan Bolingbrook was who caught the touchdown and it wasn't from the red zone. Yeah, I guess it might have been like right on the edge of the red zone. But regardless, he's five six, hundred and eighty pounds, right? Like that's not necessarily a red zone threat. Um we just don't have that big tight end, that big tall wide receiver. I guess we have Frank Harris, but I guess we don't know how to utilize him. Um or just don't trust him. I don't know. I don't know what the issue is, but based on what I saw from the game I don't necessarily think that it was our defense Um, I think that when you give a team that many opportunities to score eventually they're going to score And our defense was on the field for a really long time and yeah I felt like they kind of did their job um, and our our offense was unable to capitalize I kind of miss like The trickery of it, you know, I felt like we had quite a few trick plays that we ran in the spring or even going back to last fall. I know we have a new O.C., but, you know, when you don't have a solid offensive scheme that's necessarily, like, working, why not throw in a couple trick plays? Why not try and swing the momentum back your way? Um, Like I said, even coming off of a turnover, we would come out and go three and out off of a turnover. You just have to capitalize off of those points and – we we haven't been. So, you know, I hope that we can get it back on track. Um, we're playing Sac State in Sacramento this Saturday and we'll see how it goes. But um, I was pretty, I was way more bummed out after this game than I was against Eastern Washington because as we saw in the later Saturday night game, Eastern Washington versus Montana, Eastern Washington is pretty freaking good, and like we said in the last podcast, I wouldn't be surprised if they won the Big Sky, so when I kind of felt like we weren't necessarily in that game, but I felt like we played pretty good, and so, you know, coming off of this Portland State loss, I'm just pretty bummed because I didn't think that Portland State was was a team that we should have lost to, and no disrespect to Portland State, they still obviously have some athletes and some good players, but... Um, pretty disappointing loss there for the Thunderbirds and chatting with a few of the players and a couple of my guys like I just I know that they're bummed out about it as well and that it, it just was a was an unfortunate one to lose because you're feeling pretty dejected as a team right now so um yeah that'll do it for the wrap-up on SU sports for the week um and now let's uh get Christian in here and get an interview going
1: and now, time for our very special guest today. We have Riley Williams on. Uh, she plays first base and catcher for SU softball team. Riley, how are you feeling this splendid afternoon?
2: I'm feeling great, thank you.
1: Yeah, awesome. So uh, we were looking through the game schedule this week for SU athletics, and I saw that softball has a game on Saturday at one. Correct?
2: Yes, two games. One, oh, and one at and two. three.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. It doesn't say that online. So yeah, I was like, hey, I didn't know softball plays in the fall, (laughs) but uh, go out and support your T-Birds. So we found Riley off the streets, and (laughs) Riley's going to talk to us a little bit about uh, softball this season. So first off, uh, you said you were a transfer student. Tell us about that. Where'd you transfer from and when?
2: Yeah, so uh, my freshman year I played at University of Montana, which is in the Big Sky Conference. Um, I didn't have the best experience there, so um, I transferred to Augusta University in Georgia. And I was in Georgia until the pandemic started, and then um, my mom got a job at SUU, so okay. I wasn't really planning on transferring again, but she was like, you should just come to SUU and we can you know, be together, so that's, that's how What's I came here. What's your mom's job here? She's actually the softball coach. The head coach? Yeah. Oh, geez. <laughs> Go
1: figure. Yeah. <laughs> nice.
2: So, I mean, I've always wanted to play for her.
1: That's but awesome. It just
2: wasn't the right time and place so. So,
1: where did she coach before?
2: North Idaho College. I believe she was there 22 years. She started the program oh. there. Oh. And yeah, so she's been coaching. I believe this is her 26th or 27th year.
1: And why did she move here to SEU?
2: Um, actually our athletic director um reached out to her and asked her to come for an, for an interview. That's so, awesome.
0: So, yeah. this is your first time playing for your mom.
2: Yes. Well, last last and you year, played was in the spring, right. right? Yes.
1: Okay, cool. Um, remind us her name again. I Don
2: Don Don Don, Don, Williams, Don Don Williams, right? Yes.
1: Okay. Yeah. It's kind and of an interesting name. Don Don got an extension after the spring season that will hold her here until twenty twenty five. I yes. believe. Okay. Yes. That's awesome. So, you said you play first base and catcher. Tell us about that. Which one do you like more and why?
2: Well, I love to catch more only because you're involved in every play, just kind of more fun. But, you know, due to my knees being injured, I play first more often. Right. So, I mean, I like to play either. To That's, be is it knees or hips? Uh, It's my knees. Yeah, I have um, tendinitis. Really bad in my right knee and my left. I mean, but, but mostly my right because I've been catching since I was, like, 12. So. Sure.
0: Yeah, I had a buddy who caught. In high school and then a little bit in college, but it was his hips that, like, gave him issues. Yeah. So, is it more so, like, I, like, with everybody, right, catchers just always have injuries, is it more so with the knees?
1: Yes. Yeah, that's a pretty common thing. Like, lots of, like, professional catchers, like, can't hardly walk. Yeah, it's pretty like, bad. Like, their knees are so bad, Yeah, which is crazy, but... It's cool because catchers like the one of the leaders on the team. I feel like exactly like they're the ones that are the most emotional, and uh, I mean, they kind of just set the tone as far as being physical and stuff. So that's awesome. Yeah, thank you. Um, so spring season is that the schedule you have pulled up?
0: This is for last year.
1: Yeah, last spring looks like you went twenty and thirty overall, ten and eight in conference. That's pretty dang good. Um, how last how did the spring go? Like. Well, we expectations. Ac-
2: we exceeded our expectations because coming into conference play, we were ranked sixth in the coaches' poll. And if you aren't familiar, there's only seven teams in softball in the Big Sky, mm. so we were ranked basically last almost. And we um, ended up being second. We took the first uh, win against we- Weber State. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and we went to the championship game, and we lost to. Portland State sadly, but we made it a lot further than everyone expected.
1: And that is why your mom got the extension, right? (laughs)
2: Yeah, exactly (laughs) I'm pretty proud of her.
1: No, that's awesome So, uh, remind me, did you say you're a senior now or a junior?
2: Uh, I'm a redshirt junior Redshirt junior. So So, you get this year and next year. Yes, but academically I am a senior.
1: Okay, that's awesome So, uh, tell us a little bit about this upcoming season Um, it's fall ball right now
0: which is what yeah what is fall it's ball like, exactly It's like
2: um the games don't necessarily count but it's it's a real game okay. so like uh I believe this fall we're playing three junior colleges um this weekend is obviously snow but yeah so it's kind of just getting to see how the team works together see where everyone should be playing I guess and kind of just kind of work out the kinks So much.
0: you still have a preseason though right Yes our preseason This is the preseason to the preseason Yeah exactly sure
2: our preseason, I believe, starts, like, the first week in February. Okay. So, and then we have preseason until end of March, and then we start our conference. That's
1: good. Like. That's kind of
0: far away. So, like, from right now, fall ball, do you guys practice all through the winter?
2: Uh, Yes. So, oh. right now, we're practicing six days a week, um, and then... Once it g- gets to November 1st, we have to cut down our, our hours due to NCAA rules. Okay. Right. So because the
1: fall ball only runs till October 30th. Yes. Okay. So,
2: or yeah. is that
1: 20th? No, oh, it's so 30th. 30th. Yeah. Okay.
2: So, yeah, November 1st, we have to cut down our hours. So then we get, I believe, four hours in the weight room per week mm-hmm. and four hours of softball.
1: But there's a little trick, right, that college teams do. Do, do Will you guys have optional practices that aren't very optional?
2: Actually, we didn't last Oh, okay, okay.
1: Well, and I mean, do we have an indoor
0: facility here? Not not? really. Yeah, so, like, I guess you guys
1: can't really practice (laughs) over winter. They're
0: all non-mandatory. Three inches of snow on the field, go ahead.
1: That's cool. So another question I had about your fall ball schedule, they're all home games. Is that usual or...
2: Well, I know that uh, not last year, but the year before, so 2020, uh, we played in the UNLV fall ball, like classic or whatever, but um, I don't know, I guess. Oh,
0: yeah, you went to UNLV and played like that little tournament. Yeah. Yeah, so Um, you have – we play snow first, and you said that's two games. Yes, all of our games are two games. Okay, and then you play slick, solid community college on the October 16th, two games again. Yes. College of Southern Nevada, and then Utah State Eastern on October 30th, and that's the last day of fall ball. Yes. But none of those, like, that's not going to show up when we load up the 2022 season. No.
2: Okay. No, it won't show up.
0: Yeah, it's just a little pre-preseason.
1: That's good, man. I like it. Uh, I was just telling Riley on the way here, like, it'll be nice to get a little bit of change up. I don't know. I mean, it's just – I'm sure, as you've been listening to this podcast, like, as <laughs> <SU laughs> athletics have been getting a little rough. Oh, so, uh, four and one last week. So. Yeah, oh, four and one, baby. So, yeah, Riley, we've talked about you a little bit. Are you good at hitting? Are yeah. you comfortable? Yeah, good. Would you say you're? Where like – Where do you bat hitter? in the lineup? Yeah.
2: Uh, last year I w- I was between six and eight. Okay. So yeah. But we were we we hit really well. Yeah, I did year. notice.
1: I remember that from the spring, you guys did very 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 good on offense.
2: Yeah, I believe we we led we led the big sky in home runs. I know for a fact, I believe RBIs and
1: hits. Good.
2: So, we did pretty well last so year. So,
1: as sort of a season preview, who are some of your other top hitters? Some names for the, um, the fans at home to know.
2: Josie White, of course. Okay. She was a really good hitter last year as well. McCall Wetton's really good. Um, and then we do have seven freshmen. So we'll see. True freshmen
0: or yes, redshirt freshmen? Yes, true freshmen. So Ooh. we'll
2: we'll see what they got. They're pretty good. A couple of them are really good. Um, but, yeah. Any I, girls
0: local, like southern Utah? We
2: have uh, one from St. George. Nice. Yeah. So, but other than that, the rest are from California. And that's pretty much a lot of our roster.
0: Yeah, Josie White had, like, a, a home run every games. game for, like, the first eight games or something.
2: Yeah, she's amazing.
0: Uh, I don't even know what position does she play defensively. Uh,
2: she She's a catcher as well, okay. but last year we had a senior catcher who was amazing, so she played left field. So now she plays left so, and catcher still.
1: Okay. And then you're looking to be the first baseman yes. or first base woman. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, who else? Uh, like, who's your second and third?
2: Uh, so we have Dream Weaver.
1: Okay, I know her mom. Yeah,
2: she's really good. Um,
0: Local. Local. Cedar High. Yeah. Represent. Did you go to school with her? Yeah, I was a year older than her. Okay.
2: Yeah, so we have her. Um, We have um, Gianna Carasoni. She played shortstop last year. She'll probably play short again this year. She's, She's really good. And then all of our freshmen play middle infield, so. Oh, okay. it, it's really just we're gonna see who wins a spot.
1: That's that's exciting, honestly, having kind of thrown the freshmen out of the dogs. That's cool though, that's impressive, uh, that true freshmen are looking to be a key part of your lineup. Yeah. Is that like a a common thing in softball? Like do true freshmen play a lot?
2: Yeah, it's it's not uncommon.
0: That's cool. Yeah. But All right, what about pitching?
2: So we have um a transfer pitcher from Baylor. Oh, really? She's she's pretty good. Um, she's a lefty, so that'll give us a different look, kind of.
1: Yeah. Do you know why she transferred here from Baylor?
2: Um, I just thought the facilities are right nicer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: she I wanted to go to a bigger school, <laughs> you know, <coughs> she, a little more competition She wanted in. to come to
2: Utah, <laughs> but no, we have her. We have a f- freshman who's good, and then we have Grace Owen, who pitched last year. She yeah. she, she did good. Um. One of our pitchers is out with an ACL.
1: Oh, for the year? Or will she, is she, like, recovering? She's,
2: like, recovering right now, so she'll be back in April, but we're not really oh. sure if that's enough time.
1: For the tournament, though.
2: It, yeah, exactly. And especially because she really can't do anything until April, so. Wow. She might have to red shirt, but we'll see. And then hopefully I'm not missing any pitchers. But How many
0: pitchers yeah. are, like, on a normal college softball team?
2: No less than three you have less than three that's, yeah. just, that's pushing yeah. how
1: many do you cycle through like a game like do you have one pitching the whole game or you go through like two or three
2: it just depends honestly okay uh, like i hot would hand? say i I would say it's not uncommon to have two okay a game like a starter and a closer right
1: but you know because it it's not as hard as like like baseball it like destroys their elbows and stuff but exactly. softball is like not as much wear and tear is there
0: still like a pitch count though
2: no no, uh, it's like a natural m- movement, so it's not like. Sure. Yeah, it's not nothing anything crazy.
0: crazy. Oh, that's interesting. So that you don't have to like rest a game either?
2: No, like our, our pitcher last year, she threw every game. Like her Holy arm was going to fall off.
0: Smokes. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's cool though. So you play, I see you also play Salt Lake Community College. Um, Forgive my ignorance because I obviously don't know a whole lot about Softball, I do know that Slick, though, they have a pretty good softball program. Are they pretty good as far as JUCOs or, like, actual competition for a D1 school?
2: Well, I, have, I haven't I have seen them in a couple of years. Um, my mom's conference that she used to be in uh, was in the conference with Slick. Okay. So um, she's played them, you know, for right. tw- 22 years okay, that's until good. she left. But um, I haven't seen them in a couple of years. I know we did have some um, – people who played on the team last year who were transfers from slick Mm. so they were good um i don't know we'll we'll see i think we can compete with them of course but i don't know what they have so i can't really speak on it too much
1: that makes sense i mean it's always hard uh going into these pre -pre pre-season games just i mean sometimes teams change so much year to year you never really know what to expect so tell us like so you've got four games on the schedule, but you said each one is a doubleheader. So at the end of the the pre preseason, you'll be having like eight games on your record. Yes, I okay. believe so. So are you going to go eight and zero?
2: We're going to try. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Gee, I hope so. That's goal. <laughs> the goal. It's more so just like to figure out where you guys are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cool. It's just to kind you of obviously you know, want to win, but you know yeah. kind of figuring out where you guys are as a team things that you can work on exactly. through the winter Exactly. Um all right, well, now a little bit about you. What do you want to I mean, what do you want to do with your life? Are you trying to
1: What are you go studying here
2: I'm a comm major. I want to work for the MLB. Okay. I really want to go into international sales. So Wow, um, so you
1: got like a specific goal.
2: I mean, I want to do that but but I'm not going to, like, say I have to do this one thing. Why
1: international sales? Like, what do you mean by that?
2: Um, so international sales, it's, like, under the umbrella of, like, um, you talk to the people that, like, buy season tickets. Mm-hmm. You try to get them to, you know, go for your team pretty much. Yeah. Um, but my team is the, the Mariners, but, like, I don't want to live in Seattle. Right. So right. I'm not really set on a team either.
1: But That's cool. That's awesome.
2: But yeah, and yeah, basically, I could, I might run like social media for a company, um, really anything I'd like that. So would you coach? No, I don't want to coach.
0: Is your mom sad?
2: No, <laughs> no, <laughs> she's she's happy with whatever I want to do. So. Sure.
0: I'll Another
1: thing I was gonna ask. Sorry, uh, before we move too far away from the season, is there a difference between playing in the fall versus the spring?
2: uh besides it's a little bit warmer in the fall okay that's i was just
1: wondering like i don't know maybe the temperature affects the way the ball flies off the bat or something (laughs) i'm overthinking it (laughs)
2: it it may be it might affect it but
1: you can tell me it's a dumb question (laughs) no (laughs) that's a
0: dumb question (laughs) oh well Uh, a win's a win
2: exactly I guess the only thing that would be, like, kind of not the same would be the fact that in the spring, like, you're playing, like, like, for, like, stats, I guess. Oh, yeah, like, like the games matter. Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, the games obviously matter in the fall, too, yeah. but it's more just, like, who's to play where, who's doing well, what do we need to work on as a team, That's that, cool. that type of stuff.
1: So back to you, um, back to working in the MLB, what made you want to pursue that as a career?
2: Um, well, so my mom had an assistant coach um, in her early years, when, I think about 2007-8, and they're still really close, and she lives in New York, and um, her wife actually works for the Yankees,
1: okay. and that's
2: what she does.
1: So you've got so it in, kind of.
2: Kind of, but I'm not saying i to work for the Yankees. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> you, you
1: know, somebody like in the professional sports industry, like it's literally all about who you know. Exactly. Like it does not matter how talented you are; it's all about who you know. Not saying you're not talented. I didn't. That <laughs> <laughs> totally did not. Are yeah, sure he's saying what what more about himself? <laughs> <laughs> no worries. No, that's cool though. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So you said you're a red shirt junior but academically a senior
2: yes so i'll graduate this april
1: nice so will that affect your eligibility i don't know how even that works will so you be able to play softball again if you graduate
2: yes i'm gonna go for my master's degree next year okay so then once i um and am, am done playing softball i'll be able to finish my master's degree and be done with pretty much all my schooling great that way i want to do like a gap and come back because i know if i take a year off yeah of school i'm never going to come back so well it's always
1: hard but that's awesome. I'm glad we were able to snag you for this interview. Um, She's missing practice. Oh, She's right got to get back. <laughs> I know. We'll we'll stay in touch with Hayden. Um, we'll get you back on. Okay. Uh, it's always Sometime in season. Yeah. It's always great to have student athletes on so you guys can give some insight. Because we so don't much. know what we're talking about. Thanks yeah. for having me. We're on the outside looking in. So. <laughs> um, good luck. Thank this you. This pre-preseason, we'll head out and watch you on Saturday. I hope anybody listening heads out as well. Um, that's great. Go T-Birds, right?
2: Go T-Birds. <laughs>